Welcome to Imperfect with Rebecca and Sandra. Uh, we have a guest or guest today, um, Rochelle, and I'm super excited because I finally, still virtually, but I finally get to meet her. <laughs> uh, I found her, yeah, I found her through Tone It Up, um, the community on Instagram. Uh, actually, how long have you been doing Tone It Up, Rochelle? Oh my gosh, I think it's from 2017. And, but I followed for like a couple of years before that, before becoming a member. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine was 2014, but that's, that's when they were in like self magazine. So like they had the, that's when I found them. Um, so I'm excited because that was the first thing that I saw her on. And then, um, our topic today is why I really wanted her to come chat with us, uh, is how to stay positive, how to keep a positive mindset. Um, because you are so for me, I, I feel like anyone that watches your Instagram, like it's, you're just so positive and it's so genuine. And I, I, I just love watching your reels and any, anything. I love it. It, it helps me throughout my day. Um, so that's why you're here. Oh, wow. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I'm here with us. We are really excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah just tell us a little bit about you. Like, um, if you want your age, you don't have to. Um, and just a little bit of like your backstory and we'll go from there. Totally. Well, thank you so much for having me on. You guys are so sweet. Uh, my name's Rochelle and I am, um, I'm a 32 year old, soon to be mom, um, first time mom. And I am also a critical care nurse in the Portland area. I have been a nurse since I graduated from nursing school, November, 2019. So I kind of just started and was actually the first week I became an independent nurse, which was in March, 2020 was when the pandemic hit my hospital. So it was just like, welcome in like a not nice way. Welcome to nursing. <laughs> um, and I, I, even before that, it, I, it was so funny because I had this mindset that I was like, okay, I'm so excited to be a nurse. I'm finally going to have like a stable job and life is, we can like, you know, I get, get out of school and go on trips. And I had been in school for about nine and a half years before that. Cause I had a first degree. I took two years off. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a psych pre-med major, hmm. um, thinking I want to get into clinical psychology, um, loved how the brain worked. And then I kind of just stumbled upon different, um, office essentially medical jobs. I was a office assistant, a medical scribe and a finance. Um, and when I was a medical scribe, I just followed around some really amazing, um, people. And I then was like, okay, I need to go into healthcare. And so at that point I had lost all my sciences are all too old. So I had to go back to school and work full time. And they were like 80, 90 hour work weeks. Um, they were, they were killer and something I would not ever want to do it again. <laughs> so I worked through that hard time. It was about two, two and a half years of just like straight working um, to get to this goal. And I was like, okay, I'm finally so excited to become. And then I had nursing school, which was about two years after that. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to go adventure and just live life. And I was essentially my life just rolled into being on night shift and failing to be honest, like I was owned by the hospital essentially because so much of my life was spent whenever the whole world was sleeping. Um, and then I just started to experience some of like the most traumatic things that I've ever seen in my life. 
um, and people just the major suffering um, being next to them as they went through some really, really hard times. And so that's just a very quick nutshell of everything. So I did, I feel like during that time, a lot of growing up, a lot of just like figuring out myself because I obviously that changes all the time since we're organic beings, but I, yeah, I probably went to some of my lowest lows. Um, I was not, didn't know how to figure out how, how to do the night shift thing at first. I was learning tons of things about nursing and then with staffing shortages and supply shortages, I was, um, you know, either working a lot or just like needing to figure out uh, emergency situations with equipment that we didn't need or, or didn't have. Um, I just think of like one night where I had a patient who I thought was completely doing completely fine and stable and their heart rates went, decided to spike in the 200s. And I didn't have, um, I was a med surge nurse at the time, um, which is just um, slightly different than critical care um, where they just don't have as much equipment. And I had to like race around the hospital to try and find a heart monitor so I could figure out if this guy was okay or not. So that, that just kind of rolled into just always kind of just being in this fight or flight situation. Um, and then I ran into unfortunately situation where a patient, um, hurt my back in two different places and I was considered disabled for six months and I was chair bound for about two months. Um, and essentially had to like do daily therapy to get back. Um, my doctor said, or nurse practitioner at the time said, she didn't think I was ever going to go back um, to my nursing job. And of course I did not want to hear that. <laughs> so right. I um, just pushed and trusted that little steps every day would get me better. Um, during that time, I decided to stop drinking alcohol to help my mental health. Cause it was, my mental health was really bad. Um, I was very sad and very lonely cause I was also during lockdown. So I wasn't with my girlfriends. Um, I thankfully at the time was living in my in-laws basement, um, to save money to pay off nursing school loans, which we had just paid off. And that just kind of, we, instead of just buying a house, we just stayed with them longer and we had them as support, but it was a very, it went from being like two very dark times, like back to back. And I was just kind of rocked to be honest. Um, but getting out of that and getting back to my job and realizing, okay, I have a choice every day to show up, be for my patients, but also be for myself. And I have to kind of like in the airlines world, they'll say like, put, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. <laughs> I have to put my oxygen mask on first before I put on my patient's oxygen mask. And yeah. that's like more literal, of course, because I don't use oxygen masks at work, but I have to take care of myself every day so I can best help these really sick patients. Um, Cause then I decided I was unsure at first, um, but then I rolled into a critical care job a critical care float nurse job this past January. And so I could just continue to grow my skills and take care of the sick, the sickest of the sick in our hospitals. And so, um, yeah, it has been a very interesting journey, but I know that even though there was a lot of bad times, it has helped me grow to be just someone who's stronger and, um, more prepared for the future and whatever craziness might happen. Right. I love what you said about a lot the oxygen mask because Xander and I were actually just talking about this in one of our oh, previous okay. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love like it. an episode or two ago. That's yeah. why we, we kind of laughed when you said it, even though it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't funny. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, no. 
no serious no. serious but important like yeah you're saying you got to take care of yourself um yeah you kind of touched on it but um your day-to-day uh mentality like how would you how would you describe that is I, I'm guessing that's something you you just start with when you wake up right? <laughs> like you totally. have a journal or. And that's actually one thing is that I'm, I'm not super into writing things down unless it's in my planner. Like that's the one really place I do. Um, that's one thing I maybe dabbling in and for journaling and writing more right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly believe that you can actually change like the positive, like our brain is made up of neurons and those can change over time. And I actually like neuroplasticity it's called neuroplasticity and actually your positive thoughts over time can change how your brain functions long term mm-hmm. um, actual science that's awesome. yes. yeah and so uh and it goes back to my psych days of when I took all my neuroscience classes and so I truly believe that like writing down gratitude or positive things as wonderful indications uh, but I try to incorporate it into how I show up every day and how I speak with people. And like, even to be honest, like three days ago, one nurse who I'm working with, um, said, Rochelle, I always like working, which is really nice. She was like, I like working with you. Cause you're always just like this bundle of positive energy. And I was like, well, thank you. Like, which is like the nicest compliment someone could say. Um, because I haven't always been that way. Um, it's been a journey and needing to work on many things. I, I love to listen to different podcasts and read books on the subject. I have um, been seeing the same therapist for a year and a half that I get through my work. She supports, she's specifically trained to support nurses, which is really cool. And um, yeah, it doesn't mean that I have perfectly positive days. Like I, even with like, especially with like horm, like being pregnant and having hormones, I get like the spot my husband will call like, Oh my gosh, you're spiraling again. <laughs> so I'll just, I get anxious for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, um, but I also feel like the next day I bounce back so much better when I like debrief it with my husband. I was like, wow, I think I was just really tired, hungry. One of the two, probably thirsty <laughs> usually, but, um, yeah, I, I try to interact, especially also with, um, my patients. I try to, it can be different, of course, depending on the person. Um, but I try my best to support them emotionally and positively. Um, this is to be honest, a lot of times they are not happy. They're very angry. They, we have a really bad problem about patients. Heck, I got injured from one, but like patients essentially taking out their, their anger on nurses and injuring nurses or emotionally abusing us. I've been called every name in the book, even though I'm like, okay, I'm here to help take your, get your meds. And I'm just been called like, my favorite one is actually, I was called mad woman once, which is like, makes me giggle. <laughs> and I just, I it was covered in my little COVID get up and I, um, my PPE and I just snorted <laughs> in, the, in my mouth and I was like, okay, well, I, if you don't want to take your meds, I'm not here to force you to take them. I'm just here to t- to help you. So, um, it can be really hard though, because taking care of humans can be very wearing. Um, but I also, I know that every day that I have a choice, um, I have a choice to let that affect me. It, and if it is affecting me, I have a choice to ask for help. Um, cause that's where I'll just be like, okay, I really need to talk to my therapist or I need to talk to my husband or I need to, you know, make sure I schedule my PTO in the future, things like that. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, you are definitely covering all the things we want to talk about. Do I have, <laughs> oh, do I have questions? No, it's awesome. I, I knew love you it. would. Um, what do I, do you have any idea? So, so it sounds had, like your husband is very supportive as well. In oh, especially yeah. like your whole journey. I, I love the reel that you had of, um, I think it was his birthday. Oh yes. Yes. Oh yeah. It was so cute. That was so cute. And I was like, Oh, you can see that even your relationship is very genuine too. Like you just, you guys seem to just mesh so well together. So it's great to hear that. Like he's somebody else that you go to instead oh, of like, sure. I, I was expecting you to say like a girlfriend or something, <laughs> but oh, yeah. that's great that you guys sure. have that relationship. Yeah. And I think so much of it, um, cause I was a different person when we met, I was very shy. I really had a hard time of explaining of like what I wanted in like, even with a relationship, mm -hmm. like I was so afraid if I said something that he wanted, he would leave because essentially people, men in my past had done that to me. Um, but he has been so patient with me. We've been, we'll be, we'll be married nine years this August. And so it's just kind of cool to just see how, of course I still have my things like where he'll be like, okay, you need to just ask, I have a problem right now doing, doing too many things and not saying that I need help. Mm -hmm. I just think that he knows, but I need to communicate that. Right. So we're, you know, we're always, you know, relationships are always working on them, but I really do think that he was kind of like he found me at like a really broken point and then not saying that I necessarily need a man to do that but he supported my independence and letting me be yes. who I was without him constraining me which most of my relationships had I can so. see why Xandra absolutely loves you and like gravitated towards you I feel like yeah. the way that you're talking is like I've known you forever because you totally sound like conversations that Xander and I have all the time. <laughs> That's why we're yeah. over here like kind of giggling because everything <laughs> that you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And that, and that, and that. And so I, I love it. It's, and you are, she was telling me, um, oh, I have this gal that I've been following and she's through this community that I'm with. And you know, I just, she's genuine. I can just tell that she is so genuine and listening to you right now. It is so apparent that you're so real. Like you're explaining everything that you've been through and it's not like a made up, like fake it till you make it kind of a thing. Like you've been through it and you have really put in the work to get to where you are. And that is, it's, it's inspiring. So I love it. You. No, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, really and, it actually, and it actually reminds me because I did mention I'm actually back on light duty disability now with my baby. Um, unfortunately, she and I are high risk. And so I kind of had this like P at the beginning, this like PTSD wash over me because um, nurses were not super kind to me when I was disabled because I wasn't helping out and I didn't look like I was injured. I didn't look like I was, cause now I'm someone who deals with chronic pain. I didn't look like I was someone who was in pain, even though I definitely was. And so, um, the, I'm a new ICU nurse. And so their judgment is just really hardcore. And so I was really worried. I, I'm mostly interested to see what happens when I come back. Cause I was so fresh into the critical care world. I, I'm going to have to be like essentially a new student all over again, which is okay. But that I kind of went through this like a month span of where I was just really scared 
of having to deal with that and being new. Because when you're new, when you're dealing with these patients who are so fragile, it could mean their, you know, life and death situations. And so I've just, I've had to um, focus on though the positive things that have happened. And like, I'm really grateful that I've been switched to day shift while I'm pregnant, which has really helped because night shift and pregnancy is really hard. Yeah. I am thankful that, you know, I have a really supportive director and she lets me be independent and, you know, I'm learning, I'm doing research on the side and things like that. So I, uh, for me too, uh, that gratitude that just comes back into like how I'm, how I'm thinking and I'm like, have to grasp. It doesn't mean that it's not hard or it's like, I'm also been dealing with my own anxieties of like, what is a high risk labor going to be? I'm really kind of nervous to see what that will be. At the end of the day, it may be completely fine. But then I also know, I feel like it's a blessing and a curse to be a nurse and just know, know (laughs) like, okay, I just hope X, Y, and Z doesn't happen, you know? Sure. Yeah. So so you had mentioned your, your on disability and, and having PTSD, let's call that a lemon in life. Like, what do you do, um, kind of on the daily basis to like, turn that around and help you one, keep a healthy mindset, but also keep a positive mindset. Totally. Well, it helps that like at the end of this, I'm going to have a little baby girl for the first time. So that definitely helps because my number one goal in my life for as long as I can remember is to be a mom. And so I used to, when my really hard work weeks, it was like, they were like the 80, 90 hour work weeks. I would just repeat to myself over and over. I just can't wait to be a mom. I just can't wait to be a mom. If it was 2 a.m. be studying, I had to do, you know, drive a really far way to go to a project or whatever. I just, that was my like, never give up. And I just can't wait to be a mom. I would repeat that to myself. And so, and of course that's like my why that kept, kept me going. And that why is going to be different for anybody. Um, but, and I didn't even know at the time if I could be a mom at the time too, but, um, yeah, I, I think of just like, okay, let's center myself, think about what's, what's going on. What is really matters to me? What truly makes me happy? Um, cause I've also gone through a period of time where I'm like, I thought like buying a new handbag or buying a new outfit was going to truly make me happy. But then I'm like, that stuff is not really why I show up every day. Like, don't get me wrong. I love like going on a fun shopping spree. You're having, you know, it's fun to look put together and things like that. But what is what truly matters and what truly makes me tick. And that's for me, like spending time with my husband. Um, but when I can see my girlfriends, um, doing what takes care of me. So like every, you know, I, I am an exerciser, even though I'm now on limited restrictions, I show up for baby and I, and I do my prenatal workouts and my stretches and I am deep diving into prenatal nutrition right now, which I really love. I just love nutrition in general. Um, so I do those things that just, they bring me joy, genuine long-term joy into my, into my life. Yeah. And then, um, you are sort of answering it, but I'm going to ask a question anyway, what advice would you give to Rebecca or myself or anyone listening, um, how, how, what are your tips to, to maintain that healthy mindset and, and positivity each day? I think part of it is the realization to like the understanding that it's not always going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. And once like I come, 
I came because I I'm definitely a recovered perfectionist, and so if that's even a thing, I feel like I hear people talk about it. But um, I know that I have to I can't strive for perfection. I gotta strive what brings me joy, and then you know, heck, if something comes up and I like can't do my workout it's not the end of the world. Like I used to be really upset if I like missed a workout or I had a couple of rest days in a row or what have you, I can get back on the horse and be consistent and continue to do those little things that help me and make me happy, which I know is going to be different for everybody. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answered your question or not. No, it totally did. Um, you're, you said in the beginning, honestly, it's taking care yep. of yourself and putting on that, that oxygen mask for yourself, which is, mm-hmm. Awesome. And again, here we are nodding and smiling. We're like, yes. Oh my gosh. We talk about it all the time. We, we also are recovering perfectionists. I am a, I had to realize I was a perfectionist first though. Like I, for me, I did not realize it. Um, I thought I was a go with the flow kind of person because I never, I never made plans, but then I realized I didn't make plans because my expectations were often never met. So I was like, yeah, really upset that they were not there. So I think that is a, a huge thing um, for women. It seems that we tend to be perfectionists, but anyone who is a perfectionist, it is a big thing to recognize. Yeah, totally. Yes. Start. <laughs> In fact, um, last week, since my husband did the podcast with me, um, we re-recorded because <laughs> and then I even oh. been like, I'm a, even though it's called imperfect, I'm a perfectionist. And so it is a daily work in progress for me right. still. Like I was just telling Xandra before we hopped on that, um, I'm getting better at delegating. Um, even though I turn around and then say, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> so I get it. Like I, I still have to really, really work on that. And so I love that you brought that up, that it's, always a work in progress. Like you have to consistently work towards that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for when, when I, cause I deal with that too, especially like prepping for a baby and, you know, things have to be quote unquote perfect. And then I realized I look at it and I, it was just something I've learned to do through with my therapist, but like realizing that's an anxiety that I'm holding within that is kind of like this emergency blanket that I'm thinking that it will help protect me, but I need to then turn around and look at it and realize it's actually holding me back. It's not actually helping me enjoy life more. I can totally see that. I love that. And I love that you're so open about seeing a therapist too, because I feel like, um, especially our generation, it's probably our first Mm -hmm. time, like it being more acceptable and open and encouraged that right. we see that uh, a therapist. And, um, so I love that you are so encouraging of that and open to that. So I appreciate that you shared that with us too, because it's really yeah. so important. Oh yes, absolutely. And I, when I was a psych major, I still wasn't a believer, which is crazy. I, I like have this, you know, my family grew up a certain way that only people who were quote unquote crazy would go see the therapist where actually the th- a therapist is a wonderful tool for anyone to develop a str- essentially a stronger mind to be more resilient to this world. And of course it may take finding the right therapist. I've been through a couple. Um, and, and I had to get through that just generational mindset shift for sure. Yeah. I love it. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. I know you yeah. are so busy and you're working on growing this beautiful baby and no. <laughs> all these things. And so we're just so happy that you're on here, um, spending this time with us and being our first true guest. I mean, our husbands do kind of count, but <laughs> yes, they're important, they're important too. Yes. They are very important. They are very important. And we're very grateful that they <laughs> hung out, but it was so nice to meet you. And I hope, I, I don't know. I'm, I hope I'm not speaking for both of us, but, or for myself, but I really hope that we can have you on again. Um, yeah. you touched on a lot of things that we have talked about before and wanted to kind of go in more depth on. And so I think it'd be a lot of fun. Xander, do you agree? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I well, hope I that we can to. have you again. Um, so if you guys are not already, you can follow Xander and I on imperfect with Rebecca and Xandra or Rebecca, or I'm sorry, imperfect with r and z good grief um we're on instagram facebook twitter and you can listen to us on podbean spotify and now apple we got it fixed it's finally um or youtube and then rochelle where can we find you you can find me at nurse rochelle underscore uh, on instagram and then i also have a facebook too which i dabble in a little bit Uh, but those are my two um, things. And I just have one little, one little plug is that I'm actually working on something kind of similar to what we talked about, which I'll be rolling out hopefully before baby arrives. Um, I'm calling it my top secret project. Um, yeah. I'm, so I'm actually, provide, yeah, yes. I was going to ask you about it. If you didn't bring it up, I was like, I'm yes. really excited. Maybe we can talk about it after it comes out. <laughs> I don't yes. even, don't worry. We really don't know. It's still top secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I, I'm really close to being able to, I'm like, three fourths the way done with it right now. So it's been like a little, a different little, little baby I've been working on just so I really want to, I just want to be able to provide resources where I can help people if I can't see them in person. So I love it. I love it. That's so exciting. Congratulations. And I can't wait to see it. And yeah, so stay tuned. Make sure that you are following Rochelle and um, thanks so much for listening. And we hope that you guys have a perfectly imperfect day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye guys.